0: Hey, this is Fletch, and on this episode of Homeschooling in Real Life, we find ourselves again in a familiar, sticky predicament. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Cycle, (laughs) but we do want to pull the veil back and have that conversation because nobody's having it out loud. We're (laughs) having it. That's right. Once again, we have an open and honest conversation, and face it. I went a little off the rails as we started talking about some rigid homeschool behavior that we see. You know, tonight's topic is homeschool burnout. We get practical. We talk about what to do to prevent it and what to do if you're stuck in it. And we get real because right now we are in some homeschool burnout. So stick with us as we dialogue through this topic openly and honestly.
1: From the studio that brought you Miracles from Heaven and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs comes a timeless tale about faith, friendship, and the importance of believing in yourself. Affirm Films and Sony Pictures Animation's The Star arrives for the first time on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital with special bonus content features like Starioke where you sing along with Bo and Friends. Visit the website for more resources for you and your family at thestarmovie.com. Also, be sure to engage with our special Faith All-Year-Round Children's Sermon Study from Devon Franklin discussing the themes of the film and how to keep the spirit of this inspiring story alive in us every day. Get your copy now. Go to thestarmovie.com today.
0: This is Homeschooling in Real Life. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life Podcast. This is
2: Fletch. And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel.
0: On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. And we want to welcome you to episode 58 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, How to Deal with Homeschool Burnout. Yeah. Now, we're going to be getting to this topic in a few minutes, but let's tell the truth. Are we burned out?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: We're in the middle of summer. All the time. Yeah. It's the middle of summer burnout right now.
2: Yeah, but we're also in the middle of doing a little personal rearranging of our lives, Fletch, because we've got too much going on.
0: Yeah, we do. We'll, hopefully, we'll get to all of that, but uh, we have a lot going on right now in our family. We just celebrated the 4th of July, which this was a, a cross-cultural experience.
2: Yes, we have... Uh, our daughter home from France, and she brought two French teens with her.
0: Yeah, so we we celebrated the 4th of July, and then we... uh thanked them for showing up to help us defeat uh, the British during the uh, Revolutionary
2: War. We thanked them for the Statue of Liberty. And then then we asked them to thank us. Yeah, we said, uh, you're welcome for Normandy. Normandy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we had a very exciting Fourth of July and boy, we are just up to our ears with uh, California travel in the next few weeks.
2: We are, because whenever we have these uh, exchange students with us, we like to show them what we've got here. Now, California is massive and there's no way we can hit it all, but We've got quite a bit right in our little radius, couple hour radius for us. San Francisco,
0: the coast, mm -hmm. Yosemite. Yosemite. A lot of people would love to see Yosemite. We can can get there in just under two hours. We can be on the floor of the Yosemite Valley yeah, staring up at some of those great rocks. I am sitting here enjoying a nice hot cup of Caroline's Coffee.
2: Yes, of course you are.
0: And, you know, they sponsor this podcast with a coffee. And I just want to let you guys know, you need to get over to carolinescoffee.com. And try some of their coffee. Now, here's why: I was, I've been enjoying this cup of coffee. That's crazy good, and we've been drinking it as a family the last couple. And I, family, I mean, not Kendra, obviously, but the kids and I've been enjoying it. Now, this coffee is a Brazilian rose pulped natural. Does that
2: mean anything to you? I have no idea
0: what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so rather than like... But it
2: smells really good, and i have to say that. Take the
0: bean out of the pod. They, they just take the skin off, they leave the pulp attached, and they dry it that way. This is a... I mean, I'm going to describe it this. It's a really creamy cup of coffee. Okay. No cream added, just the flavor alone. So head on over. I was looking at some other national coffee brands. You know, you save a lot of money if you use our code, H-I-R-L, and you go over to Caroline's Coffee Day. You you actually save money from coffee you buy in the store. And they'll deliver it right to your doorstep. And it comes with a hand-signed note saying, packed by, I think this week it was packed by Emily.
2: It was great. That is great. Anything that comes to my door is great.
0: Yeah, so this is like the Amazon of the coffee world. (laughs) So get over there, help our sponsors, uh, support them so that they'll support us. And we really appreciate that.
2: Okay, so enough coffee, Fletch. Here's the reality: it's the first week of July, and I've been cracking open some homeschool texts this week and looking at stuff and uh, talking about our students that need my help this year. So we have a we'll have a junior in high school and a freshman in high school. We'll have an. Uh, seventh? No, I'm sorry. She's sixth grade, sixth grader, and a third grader. So that's four students this year. I can't. I kind of can't believe I'm down to four.
0: Yeah, and that includes yeah. Joe still in his special needs. Program. He would
2: be. Yeah, he would be the fifth. But um, for now, he's in a special needs program that is uh, very important to him. And actually, you know, that's another thing we could talk about. I guess um, we're going down some interesting paths with Joe. He has um, a lot of issues.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're, just still, it like that. we're still navigating those. We are. So we're going to be going down some interesting uh, medical paths yep. this mm-hmm. next couple months. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would value your prayers if you're thinking about praying for us as we podcast, as we reach out to you. Uh, We could use some prayer in that as we make some decisions for this little boy.
2: Yeah, we really are. And I think the thing I never realized about special needs parents is I guess I always sort of thought they knew what they were doing. But I think most of us don't know what we're doing. And we're just trying to do the next thing and do what we think is best for the child. And there's a lot of stabbing in the dark.
0: Yeah, and trying to figure out what's right for you and for, for each kid. Now, you realize every year we say this. This is how we educate in our family. Every kid... Every year. Right. You know, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. What's Mm -hmm. best for every kid every year. Mm -hmm. So, that means that things change year to year. And yeah. I think this is another year where things are changing. So,
2: Yeah, well, and one of the things I said to you was we have used the Veritas Press Omnibus uh, text for seventh graders for the past five students. And that text is sort of falling apart. And so I've been literally, looking... Literally, literally, like like literally the book falls, is falling apart. Yeah. It's been taped, you know, It and doesn't mean
0: that philosophically <laughs> no, 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 this, this no, no. education is... It's
2: solid. But um, our, our emerging sixth grader, you know, I've got a year to sort of figure out what to do with her in seventh grade because I've got a book that's falling apart, and there are a lot of other things that have come on the market now that sort of fit what we're trying to do in seventh and eighth grade here, which is give a really good, solid, um, classical approach with a very very solid Christian worldview as they go into deeper subjects in high school, or really understanding current events and how they affect our lives and seeing things from a biblical point of view, um, a, a point of view that just says that God is our creator and Jesus has redeemed. You know, that's those are important underpinnings, you know, important foundations that we need to give our kids. So I guess I just feel like going into junior high and high school with any of our students has been important.
0: Yeah. So you're doing this all right now? It's like July, know, sister. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, but gosh, get in the pool more often. (laughs) No. I'm sorry, people, that you had to listen to this in the middle of our summer. Man, Kendra just got all. I'm a
2: downer. I'm a big
0: homeschool nerdish on us there for a second.
2: I did, but this is reality. And I know I'm not talking to nobody. Yes. Because we've got a lot of year round homeschoolers that listen to us too, and they're in the thick of it.
0: Great segue because we have two people that you're talking to this week that I want to bring up. One is Jennifer, who wrote into us on Facebook. Listen to what she said. K and A, which is cute. That's like what I do when I'm making big hearts at the beach. I always go, K K loves A. A." But she said K and A and then parentheses F. So (laughs) she's like, she wanted to acknowledge that I go by Fletch, but she did it parenthetically. (laughs) I'm really sad to be caught up to date. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? We're preparing to start our oldest in kindergarten this fall. So, you know, Jennifer, you're right at the very beginning. Great. I'm glad you found us. We can. Perfectly screw you up for the rest of your life. This is awesome. <laughs> um, and I recently found your podcast. Love, love, love it. And then she goes on to talk about uh, podcasts. She said, Started others that were good info, but dry or opposite with too much fluff. You have just the right amount. So that goes out to Justin, our fluff monitor guy, right? Isn't it, Justin? Isn't he the one that's monitoring the amount of fluff we put out there? Yes, yes. She says we have just the right amount. I've listened to every (laughs) episode, yes, over 50, in the past three weeks. After my binge, now it's going to be long wait each week. Thank you for keeping it real, Jen. Oh, she goes by Jen, not Jennifer. Sorry about that, Jen. Jen. Wow, somebody binge listens to us. I mean, when I think of like binging, I'm thinking like The Walking Dead, Walking Dead, 24, (laughs) Breaking Bad, Lost. Man, we're up there. We are in the. Wait a
2: minute, I've been I've been binge watching Gilmore Girls. Has nothing to do with zombies or.
0: Shout out for the Gilmore Girls followers on (laughs) homeschooling in real life. I think our crowd is too young for Gilmore Girls. What do you think?
2: Uh, no, it's the opposite.
0: It is? okay. Oh, yeah. so we're too old.
2: Right, exactly.
0: Oh, sorry. We're too old for yeah. you guys. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. But anyhow, thank you, Jen, for listening. We have another uh, email that came in that we're going to read here. Wait, no, wait. I, before we move on, Jen also sent in this like little dental humor thing that she saw. It was, she said, this is a real life mom. And I thought it was funny, so I'll read this too. This was in Facebook. And it was, uh, oh yeah, so she's reading this thing from this this uh, friend of hers, I guess, I don't know who it was, but this person went to the dentist, had a crack in her molar that was giving her trouble and she needed to get it crowned. And beforehand, the dentist asked her um, if she felt pain only when eating or also when she relaxed and sat around doing nothing, which I've asked that question. Like, does the tooth just spontaneous hurt? That's what you're asking. Right. But he asks her, you know, does it bother you when you sit around and do nothing? And uh, she, the, this woman mentions that she never does that, and the hygienist laughed. So then the dentist modified the question and says, "So do you feel pain right before you go to bed when you're thinking about all you have to do the next day?" <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I thought that was hysterical. That is totally real the, life.
2: The homeschool <laughs> mom version of doing nothing. Yeah.
0: So uh, oh, so on to our second email.
2: Yeah, this was, yours was funny, but this one is a little more poignant, and I wanted to read it because uh, I think it's again, one of these great reminders to us. This is from Heather, who wrote, Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your words of wisdom, truth, and grace, and for so openly sharing your personal experiences. I am in the throes of my own hope-shifting struggle that began five years ago when I caught my toddler in my arms as he fell down the stairs, and a series of events led to a pre-CPS intervention in my home. Thank you for so courageously sharing your, your joke Joe Ansley, Caroline Saga. I pray that I can be freed as you were to put my hope and trust in the one who protects and saves us well. I always appreciate and am uplifted by what you have to say, especially had to laugh at the don't hope in us either comment in one of your later episodes. Yeah, that's yeah. Good.
0: Do not hope in us, people. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. And who was
2: that again? And that was Heather.
0: Heather, thanks for writing in. And thanks to everyone who's been writing in, sending in emails, uh, tweeting, and getting back to us on Facebook. We have some faithful followers out there.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, And
0: that last one, you know, really talking about hope shifting, it reminds me that, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about that on the show. I think our third episode or one of them is, you know, homeschooling won't save your kids. Mm -hmm. And that's a mantra we keep talking about. But, you know, our pastor, Jim, I talked to him today at church and just kind of gave him a hug and. You know, we were talking about praying for each other, and I he mentioned he said, "Hey, my book on hope shifting is going to be coming out soon." (laughs) So we're going to be excited to share that with you. You know, we talk about this, and Jim was the source of that. So when that book is out. We're going to have that available. We're going to find ways to make that available.
2: Yeah. So you all think of hope shifting, and you think of us. Well, when we think of hope shifting, we think of Jim because yeah. he's the guy who first talked and about these it. These are to us.
0: texts back and forth daily yeah. with him, where you know he challenges us not to be shifting our hope. So, hey, you know, with all this, um, we have a sponsor for this podcast, and it's Hedua com, the Home Educating Family Association. And let's take a quick break and listen to them, and we'll be right back. You know, we've loved the support and the sponsorship we've received from Hedgewa, the Home Educating Family Association, and are the publishers of Family Magazine. I've spent some time recently with the founder and editor of Family Magazine, Rebecca Kelleher, and I had the chance when I got her on the line to ask her just why we need another homeschool magazine. You know, Rebecca, it's 2015 and I'm wondering with everything available on the internet and blogs and, you know, podcasts like we do, why is it that uh, homeschoolers still need a magazine? Why do you think they still need a magazine?
3: A few reasons. One, they need to take a break at least 15 minutes every day and read something. And we hope that reading is something encouraging and also uh, sparks uh, a level of thinking that they might not do when they're relating to two and three-year-olds all day. Secondly, stay up with what's what's currently going on in homeschooling. You know, what new products are out there. And as well, just, just to challenge them.
0: You know, the byline for Family Magazine says, no cookie-cutter answers, only current and practical homeschool advice. Is that how your team of homeschool moms that put this magazine together approaches every issue? We do not
3: believe that in the Christian life, that God gave us cookie cutters to become like. We are not Stepford Wives. We are homeschooling moms. And as such, each family should deal with each child, each struggle, each challenge, each uh, gift in a way that is unique to their family, that will build their family culture, that will encourage their child to be what God has chosen them to be. So no, no cookie cutters. It's What does this look like for your home and your family and your child? There's no cookie cutter answers. What we want you to do is think through what you're doing, how you're doing it, and should you be
0: doing it? Well, it's good to see that you're not really passionate about this topic at all.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't like, I, I really don't like it when somebody comes to a homeschool mom and I see this at conventions. I see this online and they say, if you want success, follow A, B, and C. And I say, success is not A, B, and C. Success in my home might be A, W, and Y. I don't know. Only God knows. And so, uh, and then the disappointment that comes when you've put all of your eggs in the basket of A, B, and C, and then your family crumbles later on, but you did the formula, and it doesn't work. And you could say that for parenting. You could say that for marriage. You could say that for homeschooling. There's no formulas.
0: Hey, folks, that's real life. And that's why we love partnering with Hedua and why we think you'll love Family Magazine. Head on over to hedua.com, that's H-E-D-U-A dot com, or just click through the graphic in today's show notes and check out Family Magazine, good practical advice for Christian homeschoolers. And we're back, and this is episode 58 of Homeschooling in Real Life. How to deal with homeschool burnout. Now, we had an email that came in regarding this topic. And, you know, before we get started with this, let me remind you that, you know, there's plenty of ways to reach us. Email info at homeschoolingirl.com. Those emails come right to us. We try to respond to every email, and I think we do a really good job of doing so. And either we'll answer them on air or we'll, we'll actually write back to you. So, not every question will make it onto the air. But this one uh, was one that we thought was good because it was feedback from episode number 39, I think. If you go back and listen, if you go to Homeschooling uh, 39, we had several homeschool moms that came on and talked about burnout. Yeah, I did a little interview with them, and they kind of talked about how they handle them. We, we picked some some topics, and we picked some moms that really get burned out. I mean, these right. were not fake. <laughs> we no. didn't set people up. And so this time, we we want to read this email. Do you want to read it, or do you want me to? Go for it. Okay. All right. So this email goes back a few months ago. This was from Anna, and she wrote to us, Hi, love your podcast, lots of encouragement. And it's kind of a long email, so I'll just kind of go through it. It's actually This was an email she sent in or responded to us. Um, Just wanted to ask a bit more about the subject of burnout. I love the honesty of that episode, but I feel like the solutions stayed in the theoretical more than the practical. Lots of the moms said their husbands remind them why they homeschool uh, Etc. To keep them motivated, but what if the burnout is because the load is truly too heavy for mom? I'd love to hear how people have changed things, restructured, gotten help, outsourced to lighten the load. When burnout happens, it seems like the first thing everyone wants to blame is homeschooling. But I think most of us would say we love homeschooling and don't want to quit. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Say <laughs> so we want to quit every week. Uh, Um, and I think we said we hate homeschooling. We want to quit. I think that's actually what we say. I'm not done. I
2: think it's okay to say that too. Okay. I mean, I have a friend who says I hate teaching. I hate homeschooling. I hate the teaching (laughs) part of it. That's okay.
0: Um, we just need room to breathe a little, be an individual, maintain meaningful relationships, figuring out how to do that with little ones and big ones needing us from all angles is so tricky. We're a military family, so we face some hurdles, but I find they're not all that unique. Lots of families don't have help from relatives and move around a lot. Dad travels a lot. I've tried to avoid putting too much emphasis on me time because sometimes that leads to an entitlement attitude and discontentment. But then five years go by where I've done very little other than take care of babies and homeschool kids, and the gas tank is on fumes. I'm just having a really hard time figuring out how to carve out some consistent space in our life for me to recharge my batteries and I'd love to know how other moms managed to do that. Thanks for your time. All right, so we're going to take this one on, Anna. Um, it's taken us a few months, but I think this one was appealing to us because we're burned out right mm-hmm. now. You and mm-hmm. I are burned out.
2: Mm-hmm. And there's some practical things we are, some steps we are actually taking.
0: Right, and we, we'll get to those later. But let's let's take this on. How do you want to approach this first? I okay. think you have a method, right?
2: Well, I do because I think... As much as there was a lot of theory in the last one, there's a reason for that. And I think we can't divorce the practical from the theoretical in this case. So I think this really goes back to um, the idea or the truth that oftentimes when we create an idol for ourselves, it wraps us up in bondage. And as good as that thing may have been, or that, or aspects of that thing are, if they become something that dictates what we're doing or controls what we're doing, then we've now created an idol, and it it's it just in bondage. It's us in bondage. Burnout.
0: There. Okay. Right. Theoretical alarm going off again. Can you okay. put that down to the so terms? What for me? I'm
2: going to say. Let's, okay, let's yes. maybe
0: take home. You want to use homeschool? Is the example? Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Okay. So, I thought you were give me another
2: So, one. say you feel like you've been called to homeschool. Okay. By God, um, by whatever. Okay. So, not by whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: <laughs> by whatever. By God. You when, have been called to wait, homeschool. If by you're God. called to homeschool by anything other than God, Tell them to shut up. Well, what
2: I meant was like maybe maybe you don't feel called to it, but maybe you understand that it's the best thing for your okay. child or this year Perfect. or you know or your husband has and you have decided this or whatever. Okay, so whatever it is that has compelled you to make this very difficult choice because it is it's yeah. it's a difficult choice. You didn't it's, choose it's, the
0: the easy, easy path. You
2: didn't choose the easy path, right? So um, if that thing is still what is compelling you to do it then great now underneath that what is it that is causing you to have to do things a certain way is it because somebody told you that a certain method was really the only way or the best way or your co-op you know everybody is Charlotte Mason or you know your best friend is a classical homeschooler homeschool or podcast. or some homeschool podcast or um, some speakers you listen to at a convention or, or an article you read online or a blog post or a blogger you follow or any of those things that sort of somehow communicated to you that this is the only way, the best way, has to look this way, has to be this way. So then that thing starts to become an idol because then it's, oh, it's it has to look this way, it has to be this way. And so let me just free you by saying that God perhaps has called you to homeschool, but God has certainly not called you to use a specific text every year for every child. So free yourself of that.
0: Okay. Okay? Yeah, that's very practical. I just don't
2: believe that that's how God operates. Um, And he certainly doesn't operate in a way that that bankrupts us. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And actually, I just wrote about this on the preschoolersandpeace.com blog that I write. Uh, It's a blog post called How Are You Going to Feed Your Soul This Year? And I, I wrote about this period of my life where I was driving around in this big 12 passenger van and for some reason I was by myself and I remember just literally crying, sobbing and crying and saying... If this yoke is easy and this burden is light, it's sure. You know, I must be the the lamest woman on earth because this does not feel easy and this does not feel light. Well, guess what? It wasn't what God had put on me. It's what I had put on me. What we had put on ourselves. The the things that we were chasing because we thought that somehow they made us more spiritual or better homeschoolers, or they were going to really be the thing that made our kids be these super Christians or faithful and obedient to God. Okay, none of those things is true. None of those things is true. So you need to, Anna, practically take a look at everything you have going on in your homeschool and say, is this really what God has called me to? Is this really what's going to bring an easy burden and a, and a light yoke?
0: Okay. So we start with the why.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why is Are we doing this? Yeah. Was I called into it?
2: If you are doing this because someone has told you that this is what Christians do and you're not as good a Christian if you put your kids in school, you are doing it for the wrong reason.
0: Yeah. Or this will save your kids. Right. Exactly. This will be
2: the thing. Two and three.
0: We're going to talk about this over and over again. Mm -hmm. Homeschooling will not save your kids. Mm -mm. No. Um, so you know now why you're doing it.
2: And you know what? I had someone say to me, well, of course I don't believe that it's my kid's salvation. That's not what we're talking about here. Of course you don't believe that homeschooling is your kid's salvation. But too many of us fall into the trap of believing that somehow homeschooling is the major key that's going to make our kids eventually walk with God.
0: Now, so you're really stepping on lines. And this is where you're going to get real here. Not yeah. you. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. I'm going to throw me under the bus. There is a philosophy and get ready to turn to rip your earphones out of your ears, <laughs> smash your iPhone against the counter or whatever it is, swerve your car over on the side of the road, whatever however you're listening to us right now. There is an aspect of Christian homeschooling which says this is the only way. To educate your kids.
2: And it's the only way that honors God. And in fact, the Bible says you must homeschool. Yeah. You will hear that.
0: Yeah. So I don't know where they find that, but they can probably get a lot of the verses that. Oh, I know. Fletch, I, you don't remember I all do, the verses. I do, that, I do but yeah. I don't want to, okay. I'm not throwing them under the bus. <laughs> but, um, you know, we don't hold to that is the only way to educate your kids. Thank mm. God my parents didn't believe that because, you know, I. I they're horrible sinners that they were. They sent me to the public school system and, the bay area of all places in yeah. california right. back in the 70s now
2: we realize we're not we're also not living in a hole we also realize yeah. every aspect of government education that is that. negative we get it who, who do they think they're listening to i'm <laughs> well, oh just gosh. clarifying they understand because we have been misspoken yes
0: well yeah, if, and include, if you're going if you're going to play this somewhere and say what fletch believes put this part in two. i'm snarky and i say things <laughs> snarky but um, you know that part of that is that um this idea that this is not the only way right you know private education and you know there's a million different ways not a million that's impossible but there's a bunch of different ways <laughs> to educate your kids mm-hmm. and i'm going to say that there's a lot of them mm-hmm. that you can do with god's blessing and i realize i just said anathema Uh, comments to that group. Fine. I don't want to be part of that group. But
2: even within that group, even if, okay, so even if you as a listener says, no, I really do believe that homeschooling is the biblical way. It is the only way. Okay. What in that though are you holding yourself to that maybe God isn't holding you to? Okay. So there's a
0: standard that you're actually... Mm -hmm throwing and heaping on your yeah. shoulders. Right. I don't know if that's what Anna's asking, but we wanted to go down and talk about this.
2: And I did, because I think there therein lies the truth. So I can make a list of what my junior needs to be doing this year and my my freshman and my seventh or sixth grade I cannot put this child in her correct grade. Sixth grader Should I put third up a little post it note
0: here with her picture? I, yeah. You remember who she is, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we, we have way too many kids. Terrible. Like, what's your name? Because you're in trouble. I don't know what your name is. <laughs>
2: and it doesn't help that the dog's name is Betty because she has a p- person name. <laughs> like she's in there too.
0: Betty's in third grade.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Betty's in trouble. Yeah. Anyway. So, but underneath that, I, I was looking at those today. I mean, just today. Like this is super practical because I was looking at them and I had to say, do I really need this particular subject in there? Do is that going to stress me out? I mean, it looks good on paper, But is that going to be the thing that by October I'm like, why did I do this? You know, so, and that's what we're saying here on this episode. It, it, you need to go back to why it is you're doing what you're doing. Yes, you do. And then underneath that, you need to say, okay, but how we're going about this, what can be changed? What can be, because God is not about burdening you. He's not. And if he's called you to homeschool, it shouldn't be this relentless, exhausting, battle all the time that makes you feel guilty if you're taking a moment for yourself if it makes you feel guilty that you know you're not working all the time you're awake that's really my idol fletch is productivity because if I'm not being productive from the moment I wake up till the moment I turn the light off before I go to bed then I feel like somehow I I think it's that old Protestant work ethic or something that tells us you know you have
0: an old Protestant work ethic
2: can you I was raised in a good wow. Presbyterian Church yeah so you know no, just that
0: wooden pews.
2: <laughs> yeah, they you. were. It was a beautiful old church. Anyway, beside the point. Um productivity. So if you are that person that thinks you you must be doing something productive all the time or or schooling has to look like, you know, notebooking pages and your kids have to come out of the end of the day with something that they have produced, then then we've got an idol that's sinking us. And often that productivity idol is what sinks me. Um, And so I'm really relearning this year that it is okay, absolutely okay to rest in the middle of the day, wherever God gives me moments of rest, because here's the truth too about being a mom. There is no nine to five. There's no nine to five. There's no, I'm on and then I'm clocking out.
0: All right, so we've answered a lot of Anna's questions, maybe with some more theory. I want to get to this practical. I want to take exactly what you were just saying there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll dive into that no nine to five and, and what it looks like and, and what about this me time thing, okay? Yep. We'll be right back. it's Fletch here, and I know on this podcast we joke a lot about my love for coffee. Kendra likes to poke fun, but, you know, for me it's more than just a cup of coffee. It's everything that goes into it, from the bean you choose to the grind. I mean, you know, I love opening a bag and smelling fresh coffee beans, and I love grinding them to perfection. You know, for my favorite cups of coffee, it's not just throwing coffee grounds in hot water. I choose the perfect grind uh, for my press, and when I press that hot water uh, through my coffee, it's the perfect temperature, and it's steamed uh, just right. You know, for me, it's like a science experiment, and by the time that coffee hits my cup, I am so excited uh, to enjoy the glory of God in a hot cup of coffee. Do you know where that starts? That starts with really good coffee beans. And knowing where they're from, uh, knowing where and how they're harvested and the people and the farmers behind it, it's knowing how to roast those beans and then knowing how to ship them the same day they're ordered so that people get very, very fresh coffee. That's what Caroline's Coffee Roasters does very well. When you go to carolinescoffee.com and order your hand roasted coffee, it's hand packaged the same day and sent out so that you can have the very freshest coffee in your cup. And here's where it gets really, really good. For our listeners, they've given us a code H I R L, that's HURL for our HURLers, and if you enter that at checkout, you get 10% off every order. Listen, folks, you no longer need to settle for over-roasted national coffee at your local supermarket. You can go online. You can order hand-roasted custom coffee sent directly to you so that you're enjoying fresh hot coffee in your cup. Caroline's Coffee Roasters. It's at carolinescoffee.com. Go tell them Fletch and Kendra sent you. All right, so on the front page of our website, we say humor, honesty, and grace. That's what we're going to use on the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. And Kendra reminded me that maybe on that first segment, I lacked a little grace for the um, rigid homeschooling crowd. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. but just we-
2: That's actually what is usually told to us when we point out that there's a lack of grace yeah. and what they're saying is they say, well, then you're saying we're, you're saying it without grace. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh,
0: I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. It's a I apologize, cycle. <laughs> but we do want to pull the veil back and have that conversation. Cause nobody's having it out loud. We're mm-hmm. having it. Okay. And there's been a couple weeks of graceless homeschooling, uh, social media efforts again. So you know what? Let's just show a little grace. Okay. okay. All Let's right. Do that Humor me. and honesty. We, I don't think we, do too badly at the other two right we'd try and bring humor for our listeners and honesty now back to anna's email that she sent to us on homeschool burnout my mind, oh, yeah. I can
2: leave tomorrow, but there ain't nowhere to go you better slow down you better slow
0: um Anna you said something here that I wanted to touch on and you said you know hey dad travels a lot and military family we get that you know dads can be gone what six months at a gig I don't know I'm not military but I, we had friends yeah. that like dad would be gone for like half the year
2: Oh yeah
0: and um so in this email she says I've tried to avoid putting too much emphasis on me time because sometimes that leads to an entitlement attitude and discontentment but then 5 years go by And, you know, we're running on fumes. So, you know, a question I have, not for Anna, but for all of us is, you know, when we fail to take the me time, that leads to the burnout. So I find nothing wrong with the me time. And so let's just give you some practical. Um, Hey, I need me time. What's that look like when I tell you, Kendra?
2: When you tell me that.
0: Well, oh, when I need me time, what does that look like? Right. What, what am I going to do?
2: You are going to take the dog to the university and you're going to take a big long walk, or you're going to throw kids in the car and you're going to go skip stones with them in the river. Yeah,
0: truly, <laughs> or, that's truly right. what I yeah, do.
2: Exactly. Or you're going to go grab a cup of coffee with your Bible,
0: or yeah. grab a buddy and go spend some time with him. But, yeah. you know, a lot of times my me time is, is done. Um, sorry, I'm pouring myself some more coffee here. Thank you, Caroline's coffee. My me time is often taken off hours. So I'll do it early in the morning before yeah. you're even out of bed. Right. But I have no guilt whatsoever.
2: And there, about, my friend, is the difference between you and me.
0: Yes, that is the difference. And that's what I'm telling this mom that's writing in, or all of you. When you take me time, it's okay. Like I try and set the ball on the tee for perfect me time. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to take everybody out. You get some me time, or you go out and get, and I'll get some me time and I'll stay here. But homeschool moms are, they're horrible at this. They cannot turn it off. I know. And so the tank continues to empty. Hey, let's be truthful. Most dads want moms to take me time so they can come back for us time. That's what they're thinking. (laughs) And when you come back and you're still on fumes, that didn't work the way they had it planned. And this is every guy I talk to. And it's not just homeschooling dads, Mm -hmm. you know, moms can't turn off for some reason. They can't stop thinking about, the meal plan because truthfully it's not going to get done. Right. Right? Exactly. It's not going to get done. Exactly. They can't not think about projects around the house because
2: Yeah. And, and the not reality fletch is that if I go, if I am away from the house, I am coming back to probably double the work because nobody ran laundry as much as it needed to be done while I was gone, and nobody did plan the meals, and nobody, you know, got the things that done that needed to get done while I was gone. So it's, it's hard as a mom to take the me time or to take time to go think or breathe or read a book or refresh your soul in some way because the work never goes away. Now, I said that because moms, the work never goes away. It's not going to go away. There's no magic bullet. There's no magic fairy. There's no magic button to push that the work will suddenly go away. There's no way you can make the household um, tasks better. There's no chore chart you can create. There's no way to do this that's going to make it go away.
0: Okay, so let's make it easier. Okay. Let's talk about that because she's asking for practical. So part of it is, I I just want to say, it's okay to ask for it. It's Mm -hmm. okay to take it. Don't allow yourself to get to the fumes.
2: Yeah. But you know, also if
0: you push your car. Yeah. Eventually the car will run out of gas and you're stranded on the side of the road. And it's a way bigger issue than if you would have taken the time to stop when you knew you were heading into trouble and refueled. Right. Absolutely. That's just practical. That's not nonsense. That's practical. Mm-hmm. Like you give that to any person to read that scenario and they go, duh. Right. right. Of course right. that's what you do. So, so take the meantime. secondly, What now? Not everybody has the means, but let's just start going through some of the ways you can get some of the burdens off your shoulder. Yeah, Um, babysitting. Mm -hmm. It's okay to ask for people to spend time with your children outside of your home, so that you get time in your home. Because you know, if I say, "Hey, go do," you know, "Go to the coffee shop, Kendra, and go do whatever you need to do." A lot of times, you say, "I don't want to be in the coffee shop. I want to be sitting on my own bed." Yeah. Okay. Well, let me take everybody out of here. Let's find a way to get people out of here. That's, you know, people think it's easy. It's not easy. That's, you know, right now we have six kids. I've got to divvy up. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Household help. There are payments for a lot of things. Some require actual hard dollars, Mm -hmm. some require sacrifice. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm not going to get my hair and nails done. I'm going to invest it in this.
2: Yeah, and I think that's an interesting thing because I I've seen over the years very few families who truly cannot afford some sort of help.
0: And I apologize for just saying hair and nails done because I referred to mom needing to sacrifice the budget. <laughs> yeah, right. This is a dad. Thank you not- for saying that. Yeah. No, I mean seriously. I that's that. dad. You know what? Stop your bowling league so right. you can afford for mom to have a break, or stop your softball league, or
2: or. Any whatever it is, of I
0: mean, I can think of the things I've had to quit over the years because I think this isn't worth the budget.
2: Right. You or know. be okay with simpler meals or be okay with not going out to dinner or be okay with whatever it is. Maybe part of the practical of this is realigning the budget. And you know what, Fletch? Household help doesn't mean every day. It doesn't mean every week. I remember the very first time you said, "Hey, let's get you a housekeeper." Uh, I, I don't remember how many kids we had; at least four. Um, that housekeeper didn't come every week. It was we worked it into the budget to be able to have her to bail me out. I think she came once a month.
0: Yeah, so that you're right. Doesn't have to be every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, let's keep going through these. We had household help. We have babysitting, um, vacations. You know, some moms need a vacation. They don't need a homeschool mom vacation.
2: Right, right, exactly. Mom needs a vacation. You don't have to qualify your vacation time or your off time or your me time by saying, "Well, I'll go to the homeschool convention and then"
0: But that reminds me of times where like you and a bunch of girlfriends have uh, gone away. Yeah. No, I mean there was just years fun. just go away for fun. This yeah. isn't a homeschool network weekend. Right. Go away.
2: Right. And And we we shared meals and we laughed and we watched a movie together or went to a movie and we read books we all wanted to read that had nothing to do with homeschooling and we had deep conversations and supportive conversations and we loved on each other and we went home feeling like we had
0: breathed deeply. Okay, so there's a great example mm-hmm. that involves time, money, effort, sacrifice, sure. mostly by dad. Um, is there anything else we can think of that's like that? Like, you know, I'm there are moms who need physical exercise. Mm-hmm. You need to get that, and that oh, doesn't mean take yes. the kids with you jogging.
2: No, it, this means that if you are a mom who runs and you need to get out with an iPod and run, run, do that thing. You need to put that in your schedule. If you go to the gym, please take advantage of the childcare. If it's Quality childcare. Do that thing. Do what it takes to to buy a video that you love to do and work out. And shut the door and, and say no one is allowed. I hate it when my kids come in and I'm working out or, guy. <laughs> I, I don't want to work out in front of anybody. Like to do first yoga of with
0: me. well, like, there's no yoga taking place when kids um, are.
2: Yeah, there's no you know, zen, <laughs> whatever. Asking a thousand no questions,
0: <laughs> right? Um, but you know, there's one, and then the other thing is humble yourself my goodness how many people are unwilling to ask for help
2: oh right i don't want to ask
0: my mom and dad for help i don't want to ask my friends for help that's right i i took this burden of homeschooling and kids on and if i ask it'll just show that i'm weak you yeah. know what suck right. it up and show that you're weak that's right and ask for help that's, that's ridiculous right.
2: yeah it may feel so good to your ego to be asked to be the co-op leader this year. It may feel so great to have somebody acknowledge that you've got skills, um, but this may not be your year and you just need to say no.
0: If it's going to lead to burnout, right? Right. So that's a great segue to get us to this last little bit, this last segment, which is we're burned out right now, you Mm -hmm. and I. There's too much going on. There's just too much going on. I mean, our listeners know about some of it, you know, Mm -hmm. big family, Mm -hmm. homeschooling, kid with special needs.
2: House on the market.
0: House on the market. Um,
2: driving a kid back to school, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the month,
0: out of state, driving in. But mm-hmm. we're going to make a little. But we've decided to make a trip out of that.
2: Yeah, to and, make that and a relaxing. Weekend. That's going to be a
0: relaxing long mm-hmm. weekend. Yes, which was a sacrifice because I'm taking time off from work.
2: Yeah, there and you go. There's miles a good, on the car. Good financial sacrifice. Yeah, yep. and miles, on, miles the car. on the car That's
0: because right. it was worth it to spend mm-hmm. a few days with this couple sons. Mm-hmm. Actually, because we're trying to talk the next one down for a fun weekend. Like <laughs> when do we ever get away with a 20 year old and an 18 year old, just the four of us and yeah. go be able to do things we can do. So, you know, we are and then the pod. Did we talk about the podcast, <laughs> the podcast and, you know, multiple websites, mm-hmm. too, uh, too much that we have that we, that really don't involve maintenance, but a business, mm-hmm. uh, man, there's just, it feels like bricks. Now throw on top of that, um, just lately some unkindness we've seen in the mm. homeschool community. Oh yeah. Where again fingers are pointed, stabbing not stabbings literally, but um just sharp words. And you know, my response to that is just to get super sarcastic and just to <laughs> to step further away from the craziness of homeschooling to the point where I just want to go, these people are crazy. I don't want to be here anymore?
2: Well, and the truth is, someone had um, had seen a conversation I had had and said to me, "Kendra, is this the poisonous water you swim in? Is this the tank you swim in?" And and unfortunately, there are aspects of the greater homeschool community that can be very poisonous and spiritually destructive. Yeah. So my response is not snarkiness. My response is to say, "I'm getting out of the water."
0: Yeah. So you know we're right in the middle of homeschool burnout. And trying to figure out, trying to wade through this right now and say, where do we fit? And, and what does this next year look like? For everything from a podcast to websites to everything, mm-hmm. so yeah, you yeah. know, Anna, and great question because we're here.
2: Yeah, and what does school look like? That I've had to take a long, hard look at the reality of of who I'm homeschooling, what their needs are, and, and- on
0: the backside, also, there's a ton of little things. You know, we manage social media for a lot of <laughs> these sites, and it's almost not worth the effort anymore. That's yeah. really what I look at and say. You know, we we reach out to some of you, and we have a fun relationship on Facebook. But you know, the, for the amount of time and energy and thought we put in as to what to put out there, or to to do a live Periscope event, or to tweet, or to have a website, you've already seen that our website we've just stopped blogging because the blogging world has changed, and yeah. in the homeschool blogging world. I don't think that we put stuff up on the website. I think homeschooling in real life exists for our listeners, and that's absolutely that's yeah. what you're getting from us. So as we. Practically work through this burnout, um, and we say, "Hey, would you go over to iTunes and leave a review? You know, we would love for you to do that, but we just see that listeners want to listen, they like take you like to take in what we say, but then the feedback is very slow. so you know there's a little bit of that that we just go, ah, "Is this worth it? Is this worth continuing so there's life out loud from Fletch and Kenj on the topic of homeschooling burnout right where we are. Um, But we do super appreciate everybody listening, and we do appreciate feedback. So when we ask you, we'd love for you to go over and leave a review or send an email or reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know that you hear what we're saying.
2: You know, Fletch, to wrap up this discussion of burnout, I just want to remind us all that a lot of us have chosen to homeschool because of the relationship we can have with our kids. Adult kids, our little kids, and everybody in between. And that takes time. If you're trying to be purposeful in your in your relationships with your kids, if you're trying to really walk alongside of them in all of the good stuff and the bad stuff and the tricky stuff, it takes time. And so... Removing anything that is an obstacle to relationship is probably the best thing you can do to prevent burnout.
0: Yeah, so let's let's encourage one another to do that. You can do that with us just by feedback here on Homeschooling in Real Life, the website, homeschoolingirl.com. You can email us, info at homeschoolingirl.com. You can Facebook uh, with us at facebook.com slash homeschoolingirl. And you can tweet to us at homeschoolirl. Plenty of ways to reach out. You can leave a review on iTunes. We'll read everything that you leave for us online, and you may hear your message on the next podcast. So, Kenj, what's coming up on the next episode?
2: Fletch, our next episode gets right to the heart of a lot of uh, hurt and struggle for some homeschoolers. My spouse doesn't want me to homeschool.
0: Ooh, that's going to be a touchy one. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, enjoy your homeschool. And uh, start filling up those tanks so you don't get burned out.
2: The Homeschooling IRL podcast is a part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Every show is written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information on this podcast or to contact your hosts, please visit us on our website and blog at homeschoolingirl.com.